0: <laughs> all right folks we're back and it is monday glad to be back here in the studios again today folks this is your host who it's radio strong man Kim Wade, wait folks i'm coming to you alive from w y i b 103.9 fm well folks it is monday And what day is this? It's President's Day. That's right. And there's only one president we need to be celebrating, the greatest president of all time, Donald J. Trump. That's right, folks. Donald J. Trump, who, folks, we're pleased to announce here that Donald J. Trump is releasing his own. uh, He's going to rival the Air Jordan. The Air Don. That's right, folks. He's released his own brand style of tennis shoes. And yet, I have to admit, they're the greatest pair of shoes I've ever seen in my life. The greatest pair ever made. Michael Jordan, you're about to be dethroned, sir. Only $9,000 a pair. Now, I myself, your humble servant, I'm going to wait for the Trump sliders to come out. Probably when they sell them at Ross's. But in the meantime, in between time, for those of you who want to help my friend, and your president and my president uh, bulk up for that $364 million. Well, when you add in Gene Carroll, let's just say even 450, that he is going to need to offset what they're trying to do to the man of steel. So uh, his gym shoes have been released and they are high tops. I'm not really into high tops like that. That's just not my thing. And uh, I'm going to need a little bit more arch in mine. But anyway, just keep you in mind that, you know, while I have all the coins and I have the uh, trading cards and the NFTs, uh, the shoes may be a little bit out of my reach and plus. Uh, though I may like the uh, style of them, I don't think my feet can hold up. Plantar fasciitis for us old folks, we just can't. No, I can't. I can't do it. I remember my grandson was, I guess he's a couple years, two or three years old, trying to keep up with him with plantar fasciitis. Man, it was a it was a chore. But anyway, uh, we're not gonna let that happen again. I wear shoes that are appropriate for my age. That's right, folks. I wear them ones like Damon Wayne be wearing on big old tall, you know, the ones you know, when when your feet's messed up and your legs messed up and all that kind of stuff. I got to wear those. Stacks, okay? I got stacks with a mentholatum sleeve in there, so my feet feet will stay. Uh, anyway, but anyway, they have been released, and we're happy for the Don to continue on getting this hustle on. We continue to support him, and the uh, forces of evil continue to run. I mean, they beat the man by 8, 000, 8 million votes the last time, and yet they so uncertain of their victory this time. I don't understand it. But anyway, uh, something's going on with my... Uh, this is just not the volume that I'm used to hearing here. Get my producer here. To tap 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 Yeah, that's a lot better. That's a lot better. Okay. All right, that's good. Yeah, now that I'm sounding. Yeah, there we go. All right, a couple other things. We're going to get to a, a variety of topics, but I had to pick up on, uh, uh, I heard the morning host, that would be Clay Edwards, uh, talking about the urban air incident. I didn't even know this... When was the last time I've been over there in the Best Buy parking lot? I don't even remember that. I don't even remember any construction going on over there. I think I was in big lots no more than a month, month and a half. I just don't remember. So they've got something in the old Best Buy building. And it looks like they really put some money into that operation for the, you know, people, oh, ain't nothing for our utes to do. <laughs> <You can't. laughs> Folks, look. I said at the beginning of the year that 2024 will be the will be the year of the mirror. It is, folks, whether you want to accept it or not, and whether or not it's gotten around to you. So the people who invested in that fine establishment, the Urban Air, took took an ale the other day when a dispute turned into gunfire, gun battle, gun whatever, and uh, the young folks went to their car for for their weapons in returned, and uh, it, you know Joe Biden's administration is pushing and you can see i pushing it in, uh, on social media to many of the black community black websites and black influencers uh, their justice department released a report or HUD rather released a report of over what, three or four hundred thousand appraisals that were done showing the racial bias in the appraisal process? You No, it's not that. It is not like, uh, see, they appraise a white home more than a, a similarly, uh, home in a black neighborhood. Well, you know what the defi- you know what the defining factor is? It's a black neighborhood. You see all that trash? I had a friend, he's trying to, man, my house, this same house out in Pearl would be X number of dollars, and it's only worth X number of dollars over here in Jackson, West Jackson. Bruh, because it's in West Jackson. Now, we have to make the decision. This is part of what the mayoral campaign is going to be about, this cold water of truth. We've got to determine what what is it we're trying to accomplish? What is it we're trying to get done? Because if we don't think the marketplace applies to us or should not apply to us when people make their uh, decisions on how they vote with their dollar bills, the question has to be, why do you think that? I was going down Highland. Is it Highland Drive over there? Uh, in back of the old uh, pocket machinery. That's Highland Drive, I believe it is. Going over to Allstate Building. Man, just trash everywhere. Yeah, just, just, folks, this is trash throwed out by people. I mean, it's like you can't give us a paper plate or a cup or anything like that without us. We, we just have to throw it down. Matter of fact, I was coming down Raymond Road because I was over, this, this is the same day I was over there. Coming down Raymond Road and I crossed over Monaco, I believe it was Monaco Street at Raymond and Raymond Monaco. And there was this car getting ready to turn. I saw the window roll down and the guy threw out a fast food bag with his cup and everything. So he pulled up beside me as I was at the red light there at Castle Hill and Raymond, I rolled my window down said, bro, I said, don't you live in that neighborhood? I said, why are you throwing the paper down? He rolled the window back up. And then he rolled it back down and threw me the bird, flipped me the bird. A young guy, he had to be about 20 years old. Black guy with the braids and stuff all tied up on his head like a female. Now, don't want to extrapolate this to all black folks, but damn it, this paper's coming from somewhere. You know, people ask about what am I going to do about crime? Crime crime is a big issue in but Crime is not the problem so much it is the trash. Because that attitude, when he threw that out in his attitude in, my, in response to what I said to him, that's, that's the crime problem right there. He doesn't respect anybody else. He doesn't respect the common areas of life. And I'll be honest with you now, this is just me personally. To the extent that I have the authority and ability to, if I found out that that young man or his family collecting welfare from the rest of us, And they're making life nasty and harder for everybody else simply because, because, I'm shutting them off. Because we look at what's going on in Jackson and around this country and we say it's a crime problem. And crime is a problem, but you know what it really is? You deal with a bunch of ingrates, ungrateful, self-centered. Ate up with unearned esteem, self-esteem. And then you got a industry, what I call the compassion industry of people who run interference for these fools. While they destroy and tear down everything that generates the resources necessary so they can ride around all damn day. Walk around with all the tats and everything else, making themselves virtually employable, unemployable for anything other than drug dealing or hoeing. And yet they want us to pay full price so that they can eat three square meals a day like everybody else. And you know what I'm saying? Hell no on that. I'm ready to starve some folks out. When I say starve them out, now if they want to work for themselves and feed themselves, they ain't going to starve. But I'm under no obligation to continue. This is what I keep saying about the homeless population. Screw them. When I was coming in last night, I thought about, it's cold out here. I'd hate to, I'd hate to be living on the streets tonight. But those people living on the street, they knew it was going to get cold again. But they weighed the, they weighed the options. Well, I'm going to sit here one more day and do absolutely nothing for myself. So they sit around and bring down everybody else's property values with their lifestyle and behavior. But yet they want to eat every time everybody else eats. Nope, 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 nope. Hell no, no. And I'm not being harsh. I just want to ask you the question. Who the hell are you? So why we got to make sure that you don't go hungry when you don't give a damn about how we're whether or not we can get the harvest in the field. The crop's in the field or a harvest out of the field. You don't care one way or the other. You just want what you want when you want it. And can't nobody challenge you. I promise you. Folks, if you ever put me in charge, I promise you. I promise you I'll break that up. I will break it up. Not because I want to be hard, but because, damn it, they ain't got no right to anybody else's stuff. And I tell you one thing that gets in my crawl. Is these mothers and daddies, but particularly the mothers, who's steadily having babies, dumping them on their on they mama, on big mama, and standing out in the streets still hoeing and doing whatever else they doing, getting high. I think the time, you know what, the time that baby is born, that mama and that daddy, whoever she claimed the daddy is, if she going to uh, cover for the daddy, she can pay both sides of it. But you got to pay money into the state fund every every month so your mama can draw a check to take care of them damn kids. But no, we think it's compassion by allowing these people to go on their way. Oh, we'll take care of the babies, and okay. You got no problem with that. I appreciate that. But just because you're a crackhead, just because you whatever you whatever your issues are, you still got to pay that money to the state. And if you can't pay that money to the state, you can't stand out on the corner and beg. If we can take a man off his job and put him in jail for not paying child support, we can put your butt in jail for standing out there begging and you ain't paid your child support to the foster care system. Oh, we got enough money to take care of these kids. We letting too many grown blank men and women not contribute their fair share to society. And if I became mayor of this fair city, we're gonna put the pressure on these damn do-gooder lawyers who go down to federal court all the damn time on behalf of these losers saying how they need to be mainstreamed. Well, mainstream is paying your damn fair share, your taxes, your permits. But wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be a way to keep them from being out there on the corner begging? Because if they got fines and fees, you can't get a permit. And if you can't get a permit, you can't stand out there and beg. You can't solicit. What I see, this is why I keep saying the crime problem is because we keep making it easy for people who are losers. Who just trifling, laggards, slackers, naggers. We make it too easy for them day to day. Why the heck are we gonna build a homeless or a transitional homeless center in downtown Jackson to make it easier for them to stand around on the corners of Jackson and Bake. Oh hell no. I ain't got no problem with building the shelters now. But not downtown. We're gonna build them on whatever the furthest point in Jackson from the from the CBD. The furthest point, and they can go down there, and then they can walk downtown. By the time they get downtown, walking downtown, it'll be sundown. It'll be time to turn around and go back home. Quit making it easier for these losers. And ain't nothing wrong with them other than they need a boot up their backside. I'll never forget working down there on the building there at Gallatin in the Capitol. And this homeless guy watching me all day long, working, coming in and out, hauling, toting stuff. And then at the end of the day, he come when I'm coming out, loading up, getting ready to go, hey, man, can, can I get, bruh? What you can do is get the hell away from me. You saw me going in and out of this building all day long and then ask. See, that's the kind of stuff I'm tired of, man. There's nothing wrong with these people. They're hustlers and gamers. These people can suffer more than you can stand to see them suffer. I'm not getting played like that no more. If you care more, then you pay more. You dig deeper. But I promise you, the things that I would do as mayor, we're going we gonna to put some lights up downtown. Don't make no damn sense you go down downtown Jackson. Ain't no down there by the governor's mansion. If it wasn't for the governor's mansion having lights on it, it'd be pitch black down there. What's the point? Making the play. And then on, God bless you folks who decided to homestead downtown. God bless you. Y'all some brave souls. You out there walking your dog like Goofy. <laughs> I'm just walking my dog and there's some guys stand out there ready to put some tools on you no I mean if that's if look if, bro I ain't doing it I ain't uh uh we gonna go back to neon if the businesses wanna put neon downtown then light it up we do too much just straight up foolishness for climate change man let those people in the future figure it out they gotta take shorter breaths <laughs> take shorter breaths what that got to do with me? Our number, 601-879-0002. The hotline number brought to you by our good friends at Complete Exteriors, Roofing and Gutters. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back and it is Monday. Man, We we'll, dude, we're going to break some stuff up at the door. A lot of stuff just straight up foolishness. First of all, I want to remind you, the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with all your heat and air conditioning needs. As you know, we're going through that period where it's cold one day, burning up hot the next day. You go from air to heat, heat to air. If your system's not performing optimally, go ahead and have the AC doctor get in line right now. Call 601-706-4551. Schedule your appointment. Get that equipment service. Get your unit service and find out if it's performing optimally. Because if it's not, you're jumping up and down trying to get the thermostat set to where you want it and everybody's comfortable well when it's balanced out and that's one of the things they uh, seek out and find out when they're there if your system's performing optimally because optimally you're going to be saving on fuel and also your comfort folks and your comfort is their concern so check them out today the acdr.com and they're central mississippi's largest excuse me not largest but central mississippi's uh, foremost authority on geothermal that's right folks so if you have a geothermal unit and you're having problems with it, had not been installed properly or had not been working the way you want it, call the AC doctor. Uh, again, 601-706-4551. We have Donnell on the line. Uh, yes, sir.
1: on, oh, Mr. Wade, no problem for the home. Huh. Uh, you was talking about the uh, city streets a little while ago for the break, and, you know, uh, Atmos is doing a, uh, a city-wide uh, pipeline Replacement. Yeah. Uh, fix up here, and... I would think that if the mayor want to show his competence with the uh, public works department, someone will be keeping uh, track of all the uh, the cuts they are making. Mm. So, since day one, once they leave the city and since their repairs, every uh, cut they make can be uh, paved over, and there's not a gaping hole full of rocks for everybody to drive over and uh, fall into.
0: You know, that is that's a good point. Uh, uh, now, from what I can see uh, up there on Hanging Moss, uh, where Atmos came through, they did eventually come back and repaired it themselves, or, or they hired somebody to do it. And uh, from what I can tell, they did a pretty good job. Because when the city comes out and do it, they just throw the asphalt in the hole and stomp on it with their feet and keep, on, keep it moving. Uh, right, but but uh, the people with Miller Gas and Atmos, I've seen them come back and do a jam-up job, making sure it was neat. Uh, at least what I've seen has been done properly, but they do put that gray slag down been initially driving
1: around it's it's everywhere from you know right from MagDowell Road to Old Canton out, out north um, it's a massive project we're looking at probably uh, another two months that they're gonna be here um and I don't know if, if the city I know they are aware but they haven't uh, been, been riding around and look like it at uh, least making note and when the project is complete,
0: the rocks and the cuts are are still there falling in right yeah uh i think it took probably maybe a week two weeks for them to come back down hanging moss and actually put asphalt in there and then they did repair the curb rebuilt the curb and then they pour concrete actual concrete where the concrete and the curb well part of the concrete and the uh uh, curb there they they let's just say in my estimation from what i've seen that the air, the crews that were working in North Jackson area, they were doing a good job. But there could be a uh, better coordination because they came out and uh, Jackson Water came out at about the same time and did some work, took down the street sign and they left a, a, a big uh, uh, hole while, while they dug it out at, they didn't fill it back in. And that's going to be a problem. That whole corner is going to have to be uh, repaved and uh just better coordination of the resources i think would would go a long way i think you're saying it the would, same thing you
1: know if, if, he, if he if he does he might He might get my vote a right. half a vote right well
0: <laughs> the, the the bottom line is is that so much of what's happening right now is the public works department don't seem to have maybe but one or two crews out there uh uh doing a uh you know pothole repair and, and placement cuz you know, you don't even see very you see more people riding around from the permit department harassing people than you see people riding around with City of Jackson logos doing actual work. You know?
1: And once they had those uh those two uh, explosions within two weeks, uh they was here uh getting a job done, perhaps um, when they suggested that the public works department be taken over by a private entity. it may be still something that can be brought up. Um, right. Um because you would think they would have uh an independent contractor ready to go to fill asphalt down just waiting. But.
0: Well, you know, that's one of the things about it so much, you know, as I talk about the, the city of Jackson and what needs to be done, five-point plan, yada, 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 uh, there's money to be made, excuse me, money to be had or saved in the first four years just by doing what you suggested, cutting out the foolishness, staying on top of the process working in conjunction with the other vendors and uh, 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 utility companies that are out there cutting up, the whether it's C Spire or Atmos or whoever else it is, and try to coordinate how you can get the biggest bang for your buck. Because every time they roll, uh, put a new street down, then they come back and cut holes in it because of the water lines. And I understand, you know, we don't have enough money for everything and people want relief, but certainly we can tighten this process up a little bit better than what we're doing.
1: And, and one more thing, before uh, let you go, that that light right there, North Side and Fifty Five, right there the at the old Bat Furniture. Right. I know that the mayor has uh, said the the, the infrastructure, or the light systems are old from the '80s and '90s, and blame some right. somebody right. else. Well, you you in charge now. It's almost like saying you buy a new house and you mad at the previous owner for not having the food and fridge.
0: Right. But <laughs> there is
1: absolutely nothing wrong with that light. The reason why it's blinking is because they did a large water main break. Uh, fixed there once, and then had to do it again. They reset the light mm-hmm. to keep the traffic going. But there's absolutely no reason why that light should still be uh, flashing. All I have to do is go to the box and hit hit a button.
0: Wow! Well, and see, that's the thing about it. Uh, the the this whole notion, the problem seems to be central to downtown or the hub or the central office or whatever, because it's too widespread. Now I've heard. Rumors that what it is is that you know you, you got some folks making money off. They they know how the system works. They've gone out and formed their own company. They got somebody on the inside pushing buttons and making this because I understand they're getting anywhere from ten to fifteen, twenty five thousand dollars per intersection to repair. It. And see, this Correct. is this is the thing that I'm saying to any vendor that do business with City Jackson. If we constantly have to call you back, that means that either you're not fixing it. Either you know something that you know that you ain't telling us. The bottom line is repeat business from the part of a, on the part of a vendor is not necessarily going to enhance your standing on future contracts. There's plenty of work to be done in Jackson. Right. Because there's plenty of work to be done in Jackson for everybody to eat, everybody to make a good profit, everybody to have steady work to do. But they, what we're doing is going back over the same things over and over again because somebody got a hookup, somebody got a vote, somebody got a boy down there or a frat down there or a sorority member down there. I, I promise you, uh, no, I promise you I will break that up to the extent that I can. All right, Donnell. Look, I appreciate you, man. I'm glad to see you. God bless you, exactly. brother. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, Cork and Door, you just heard their ad. Listen, I want you to seriously consider Cork and Door. Go to Corkanddoor.com, C-O-R-K-E-R-N, Door.com. Uh, you like to work in your garage? And you like to work in all all year round, different things you want to do out there, just piddling around? Some some guys, this is your man cave, why don't you get an insulated door? I mean, if you're going to be getting a new garage door, go ahead on and get the insulated door. And Cork and Door can do just that. You know, they have commercial doors and residential doors out there. And uh, they're located there on Highway 18. Uh, You can stop by there or you can go online and uh, make a request and they'll get back with you. Sissy and Chris, folks, they've been in the door business. Well, the company's been around for 50 years. So they've seen garage doors evolve and they can give you the latest and the greatest. Don't just go with the plain and ordinary. Put a little pizzazz in your garage door. Cork and Corkandor.com. Folks, could this very well be Napoleon Nap. Yay,
2: what's up, Tim? What's going
0: on, man? No
2: time no talk to. Right? Man, how many
0: times you going to die? I said, my friend done died. I ain't heard from him.
2: No, uh, I'm still, I just got older. Dirt dirty twice and gritty, but I'm still alive.
0: <laughs> my friend Nap, we go back away, man. It's one of my good friends. Man, it's good to hear I, from you, man.
2: Yeah, you kinda of touched you kinda of upon a few things I turned over that chick was checking you out and I you talked up on a few things I kinda agree with you on. Mhm. And uh one is that uh outside of people throwing stuff on the floor, on the ground, 'cause a lot of time when I'd be walking going to the stores, uh walking around the streets and stuff, mm-hmm. I'd be kicking over kick kicking beer cans and um uh, soup cans and all that kind of stuff and bottles and stuff. Right. So you know somebody is throwing that out, out of their window. Right. And we can do better than that. Uh, we got to have a, a whole lot more pride about how we keep in our neighborhood.
1: Precisely. Something else
2: I've been paying attention to is that uh, you got these guys that go out and cut these lawns, right. cut the yards and everything. Oh, yeah. But instead of them sweeping the grass into bags and stuff and putting it on the side of the street, they'll push it out in the street.
1: Now I've seen and, that. And
2: and, and and the garbage people ain't gonna pick it up because if it's not in some kind of contained in some kind of way, they're not gonna mess it. You know, right? And I mean, like, why would you if you're gonna cut the yard but push the grass out in front of the yard in the street? It still looks just as bad. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. And they say it's not good for motorcyclists to have that grass out there because they can slide on that that type of stuff. You know,
2: and, and that's what I'm saying. It don't make no sense. Another thing I noticed is. Uh, I agree with you about why don't the city, like in the black neighborhoods especially, a lot of streets ain't been ain't been fixed on, paved for years and years, every since there are days, days and you know how long that's been. Mm-hmm. And if, if we're going to do our water right, why don't you just take one street at a time, go through there, tear the street up, let the water folks come in there, fix the water, and then... Put the street back down and you're through with it. You ain't got to solve the issue right there. I agree with you. It's got to be a lot more coordination with, this, with how we can bring our city back. And we need to bring some kind of jobs to Jackson as
1: well, you right. know?
0: Absolutely. But, you know, jobs are not going to come here. You know, I, I went to Jason's Deli last night up there in Madison. And, uh, we, you know, we used to have a Jason's Deli here in Jackson. Jason right. Della didn't shut down because they weren't making any money. They shut down because the risk got too high from an insurance standpoint. You got too many things going on around there, and then we sit around and act like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with our behavior. Oh, brother, there's something wrong. Just what happened over yeah. at the Urban Air.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of times I would be wanting to come through that, come through the front and jump on you on some things you've been But on, on the subject matter that you're taking upon today, I'm in total agreement with you. Something else I noticed. We got grass growing in the streets, man.
0: Everywhere we I'm don't need it.
2: Growing on the side of the street. You, well, the, the pavement and all that, grass is coming all up, just growing all up through the streets. I'm just, I'm like, whoa, we can do a whole lot better than what we're doing, you know. And I'll be like, what? How can we improve? Oh, by the way, something else I wanted to mention to you. You know where they're talking about putting um, the house situation for the homeless? Right. That is where I used to, that's where the school for the black, school for the blind was.
0: Back in the 60s.
2: In the 50s and the 60s. Huh,
0: okay, okay.
2: Okay, that area over there, the deaf school was on one side and the blind school was on the other side. Back when they were going they was trying back in the forest when they were going to um uh, improve things they went and fixed everything up for the white kids and over at the deaf school and the blind school, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to integrate so they set up the little spot over there for the blacks over there right in that and exactly what they talking about putting that all up that's where the deaf and the blind school for the blacks were right over there
0: oh uh, okay, I didn't know that I didn't know that but yeah. I-
2: but you know I'm like, why you know, that they kinda you know, I can but here's the thing, right across the street over there on uh fortification is Maple Street Project. You know when Frank Bell wouldn't just towed down the right force the piece to turn on the project because yeah. he didn't want the he right. didn't want the drug bar selling over there. Right. But well, if you're gonna spend that kind of money take that little, little section right there and rebuild the project over there if you wanna do something like that. But see, it doesn't help homeless people to put them in a spot if they're not they if they're not trying to upgrade themselves
0: right well that's what this is supposed to be you have to you have to be on the upswing before they, they they're just not going to let you come in there be just a uh everyday bum you're gonna have to have a job or working towards one and i look I have no problems with that, but we just can't keep making it harder on people who provide the money for them to have these little homeless village and then at the same time make it easy for people who, well, today I don't feel like doing anything with my life. No, no, no. Because, brother, you got to grind every day. I got to grind every day.
2: But, see, that's the thing. It's not a whole bunch of, you know, part of the, part of the homeless problem is mental. Now, uh, maybe, you know, if they start taking some pills, oh, <laughs> you know, a lot of this came about back in the uh, 90s when you remember know, when they went through Whitfield and cleaned out Whitfield and right. a lot of people.
0: Right, that's when Vince came at home.
2: And you remember when a lot of people started, um, the personal care homes, I was saying everybody in Jackson was running a personal care home. You remember that? I do remember that. Taking, yeah.
0: Huh? I remember that.
2: And they were taking in all those, all those people in and people were making money out of them because they were getting their welfare checks or they you know social security check and they were, it, it, it it became a good hustler after that faded away then you started having more homeless people that's you true. know That is exactly a young, what happened from male point of view that's exactly if what happened if you got any kind of balls, if you got any kind of hustle, you know you gonna want to get up there and do something for yourself you know
0: well I tell you so, what I tell you what will motivate everybody hunger pains. Man get hungry enough? Oh, he's going to turn his cap around.
2: <laughs> and, and, and you mentioned something. That's I had. It. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when I was growing up, blind people used to stand on the corner with a cup, mm-hmm. and people used to drop stuff off in their cup, right. according to nickel or dime. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, this is this is like in the late 50s or the 60s. But the principal where I went to, boy, she would kill us. If, if you know any the her stool was out right there begging, mm-hmm. she would kill him. But nowadays, they will come up to a blind. They come up to me all the time. Hey man, can you let me have a dollar? A dollar? <laughs> I mean, even the burgers that went up went up on their bag, and you know, you got in the spare change, or you got a quarter. 50, you know, can you have that dime or something? Now they don't want, They ask you flat out for a dollar. Or do you have a a, a toe dollar? Something you can let me have? Come on, buddy. I'm blind. I'm. You, how you going to beg the blind if we're the, we the last man on the totem pole? You they, know?
0: Look, they, they standing out there one on square D things, man. Look, you ain't got no cash. Hey, just swipe it right here. Hold up, man. Dude, look, the bottom line is things have gotten too far gone. We're putting up with too much crap from people who ain't nothing but hustlers.
2: No. I'm breaking it up. But now, if you going to become mayor, uh, if you go going to run for mayor, you please figure out some ways. I don't know. I don't care. We got to have some manufacturing jobs here. We got to have. Man, ain't
0: nothing coming here but a prison, man. The way we doing things now, we can want all day long. We get mad when the governor brings in jobs in Madison County and they say, well, they should be in Jackson. Well, bro, we got to clean up. We got to present ourselves. And this is what I'm, I'm, this is what I want to offer. I want to tell the governor and the rest of the state, we're going to work on us first. And then if you see us and we're earnestly making efforts to improve our own lot and life. If you want to sow into us and we find us worthy, then God bless us. But we're not coming to anybody with this attitude. We the capital city. Y'all need to help us. Well, if you the capital city, pick up behind yourself.
2: I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. We got to do a lot more to, to, you know, like I've been telling people for the longest. Y'all got the big, big old Metro Center sitting over there. You know what we could put in the Metro Center? A casino. Well, yeah. you ever thought about that?
0: I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I mean,
2: huh. I mean, dig at The casino. Now think about it. You put a, you could put like a casino there, one over there on Country Club, where the Country Golf Club is, and uh, um, uh, you put one in to make the stadium into a casino. But the thing is, we got to come up with some creative things.
0: Well, one you of know. the things we could do rather than doing all that, if you got a hundred and some folks dying every year, we could just have a of you come into Jackson, if you survive, then, you know, you can be a part of the, of, of winning the pot. If you don't,
1: you know? <laughs>
0: Dude, what's the over under and you making it out of here alive getting gas? I mean, we got all these different scenarios, you know? You go to a JASCO, baby, you got a good chance of getting your butt shot off.
2: You know what I'm saying? So, see, and see, if you, if you wind up here reading, picking up the newspaper, Napoleon came a blind individual <laughs> shot somebody because they were trying to rob him. Don't be surprised. Okay,
1: <laughs>
0: you still packing? Because,
2: the, you still packing nap? You still? Yeah, sure. I, 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 you have too <laughs> these days. Like I was telling somebody, if you got a hundred people, a hundred people it, today with guns, there are a hundred out of hundred percent. 95% of people carry guns is, is defense. Yeah, yeah. The other 5% is the crazies and the nuts and the gangsters who crimes and stuff. That's true. I mean, I done had two or three times, I done had guys, somebody try to walk up and snatch my wallet out of my back pocket. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just saying, and if they step wrong, they gone. That's the way I look at it. <laughs>
1: see,
2: I keep my old gun, my old rusted gun in my pocket. <laughs> and, and if they come up on me, and they're trying to grab me or try to ride me, I say, I, ain't, I don't mean no harm, but I'm going to shoot them and keep walking.
0: I ain't going to worry about them. <laughs> well, them said, nap, nap, nap tell them, okay, you just because I'm blind, I can hear good. So if, you, that, if, 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 if you're saying. breathing hard, I'm shooting in that direction. <laughs> that, that's my point.
2: That's my point. Because <laughs> if you get close enough to try to grab my wife, that's close enough for me
0: to shoot you. There you go. All right, brother, I got to take a break. Good to hear from you, man. So, uh,
2: hang in there, Cam, and if you run from there, I want to work for
0: you. All right, brother. We'll be in touch for sure. Okay. All right, have a good one. All right,
1: man. Bye-bye. All
0: right, folks. Uh, Appreciate old Nap calling in here. Good to know the old man's still around. And uh, here's the deal, folks, and I'm serious about this here. We have got to get a handle on number one. This notion that we're infallible, this notion that we can't nobody can say anything to us because we're black or whatever. No, we're going to deal with nuts and bolts, dollars and cents issues. Now, this place is filthy. One of the things that I am going to be proposing, so any other candidates out there that's considering running for office as a ward alderman or a mayoral candidate, any ideas that I present, please incorporate them in yourself. It ain't, it ain't no look this ain't about me okay because i'm going to use marcus wallace's approach over there in edwards where you if, uh, if you can hire outlying police officers to come in and work part-time then we'll do that we're going to do what works but we're going to deal with this trash crime is a problem but trash is the biggest problem we got to start right now in educating these kids Cause it's going to take 10 years to get a generation under our belt that you don't throw this crap down there. If we can educate everybody, Oh, we got to have a dialogue on race. No, we're going to have a dialogue on trash. That's the reason why your house, though it's the same house that you find down there in Byram, Pearl or wherever else is not worth the same because your neighborhood is trashed and you're trying to defend this black crap. And you think these people can't? Nobody can say anything to them because they're poor, because they're black, because they... whatever. I, no, we're not doing that. My my emphasis is going to be on the people who make Jackson work, okay? And people who work. You losers! All right, folks, we're back, and it is uh, Monday, the second hour of the Kim Wade Show Radio Strongman. We come to you live, folks, from WYIB. 1039 FM. Well, folks, the hotline number is brought to you by our good friends over Complete Exteriors, roofing and gutters. Their number is 326 275 code 601. Uh you need to get an estimate? First estimate, second estimate, third estimate, call this number 601-326-2755. All right, folks, also want to remind you two companies that I think will help you stay in business when other companies are being folded over because of the systems going down, Internet going down, scanner problems, Zoom call problems, email, voiceover, IP, phone systems are not working, copier, fax machine, whatever. One company that's been handling all those and keeping them working for years, Advantage Business Systems, located in Jackson. Folks, they've been around for 50 years, since 1976. And what they will do is come in and maintain all your equipment. They will do an audit, give you a report, say, this is what you have here. This is what we can do to keep it up and running. We can do remote diagnostics on some of this and some of this stuff. We have on-site technicians available at the ready whenever there's a problem. In many cases, we will know about problems with your system before you will, and we're already on the job. It is that kind of assurance you need so you don't walk into the office in the morning and people standing around drinking coffee doing nothing because everything's not working. Well, Advantage Business System will be there on the job handling things and getting you ready for the day. So you can spend your time organizing the labor that's sitting around or sending them home until things are resolved. But either way, you won't be the one having to worry with all the finger pointing that goes on amongst vendors. So, again, they know every story in the book that vendors will tell to get out of uh, their responsibility and they will hold their feet to the fire. That's Advantage Business System, ABS-MS com is the web presence or give them a call 362-9192, air code 601. But wait, there's a companion business that will make those of you who are in business make your life a lot easier. Many of you don't, you know, you know your product, you're in medical sales, you're in law, you're in whatever, you're selling widgets. And that's what you do best. Handling payroll, time cards, vacation times, workman's comp. All those things that you have to deal with because you have employees. Well, you can have a HR department in a box. It's called PeopleLease. PeopleLease PeopleLease.com. Been around going into their fourth decade, serving all of Mississippi, the southeast, plenty of satisfied customers and referrals upon request. And what they will do when you get those envelopes from the Department of Labor, the Department of Revenue and all that, I don't feel like dealing with this today, but you need to because it could very well be time sensitive. Well, all those envelopes will go to people, Lease. PeopleLease will handle it, open it, and let you know what your course of action, if any, is required of you. And that way you'll stay on top of it and you won't get shut down for noncompliance. They're worth their weight in gold. PeopleLease, PeopleLease.com. The number is easy to remember, 601-987-3025. All right, here's the deal, folks. Regarding the city of Jackson, we're going to I do want to touch on the Fannie, Fannie Willis thing before we get out here today. But uh, here's the deal. Jackson, there's just too much trash. This is what I'm proposing. As part of one of the planks in the platform, folks, this is why I say I'm not asking you to vote for me. I'm not asking for you to endorse my candidacy if you are a mover or a shaker. I want you, if you subscribe to the ideals that I'm laying forth, I'm telling you now and I'm willing to be a standard bearer for those ideals. If any other candidates want to take those same ideals and they become the standard bearers and you like them better than me, God bless you. The goal is to get this thing to work. Not to extend my ego or enhance my resume with another plug. I don't need that. But what I will do for those of you people who got all those junk cards in your yard all in the front yard. For all you folks who living like Sanford and son, got all that debris and what it ain't debris to you, it's your stuff. I understand that. But see, this goes back to what I said about people gonna have to start respecting respecting the common areas of life. Now we can't have you living like this and then you drawing assistance from the rest of us, the rest of society. Kim, I worked hard for that money. I know we all did. And we want to preserve what we have, and you cannot continue to live like this. But I tell you what, this is what we're going to do. If you want to have a junkyard or a rummage sale 365 days a year, well, I ain't got no sign. I ain't trying to sell nothing, but it looks like a rummage sale. So we, we as a city going to call that a rummage sale. So you have a commercial business now. So you're going to get a commercial electric utility bill. You're going to get a commercial water bill and you're going to get a commercial gas bill. Okay, now, if you don't want to be paying commercial rates for your electricity, clean that damn yard up. Get rid of those junk cars. And now this is how we're going to get rid of the pick up the paper problem. I'm going to ask the city council. So let the word go forth this day. This is what I'm asking the city council. And if I can get four council people to agree with me, we're going to get this passed. The City council is going to pass a law, a statute, a regulation, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be listing people to help clean up the city of Jackson. And this is how you go into partnership and this is how you enter into a contract with the city of Jackson. It'd be no different when you, when the J-Tran bus pulls up to the bus stop and you step on there and you drop your coins in there. You're expecting a ride somewhere. You just entered into a contract. It's implied. So what we're going to do We're going to be putting up trail cameras everywhere. Don't license plate trackers everywhere. Not for the purpose of writing people light traffic tickets for running red lights or stop signs. We're going to put it up. Where they're dumping trash at. And if we catch you dumping trash. You have just entered into a contract with the city of Jackson. You voluntarily entered into it because we got you on camera throwing that debris out your car throwing that debris off your uh, uh, um, trailer. So your job now, now that you entered that contract, you're going to spend the next month picking up paper on that street you threw that trash on. You, that's going to be your job to patrol it, pick it up, and take it to the dump on your dime. No, no, no. We're not fining you anything because if we try to fine you, then the ACLU is going to take, take us to the federal court and say, these people are in poverty. They can't pay a fine. No. You're not paying a fine. You entered into a contract with the city of Jackson. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to hook those trail cameras up to monitors that's lined up and to, uh, up and down the uh, uh, hallway in front of the jail cells down there in Raymond. So those prisoners who ain't got nothing to do all day, but watch those monitors every time they catch somebody littering and when they capture that license plate number they turn it in we're gonna put some money on their commissary they send down their broke anyway and so when you get that notice hey here's your picture of your car your truck dumping that trash out there you have entered into a contract with the city of jackson you got to give up a month worth of your man manpower and the use of your facilities your tractor trailer and everything else Keeping that road clean. Over there on the what is it, Judy Drive or whatever it is over there off County Line Road. They dumping all that stuff. All that over there by Vickers and stuff like that. Your Negroes gonna straighten up until you apartment owners over there on County Line Road. You know damn well don't people riding out of your apartment complex with that trash bag on their car that they forgot to put in the dumpster. I want you to have a camera on that gate and you capture that because either you i tell you what, we're going to hold the apartment complex responsible for, for paying the fine. And they can come back on the tenant. But ain't no need for all that trash to be up and down County Line Road by Tugaloo. Now, you damn people, you know damn well you got that trash on your car and you ride off like you don't know who it belongs to. See, that's that Negro mess. I promise you I'm going to break up at the door. That's why I said my first four years. Uh, uh-uh, No, 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 no. We're going to get us straight. Because all black folks don't live like this. We just got a few people. And the people who are doing this, those are the ones that are being subsidized in one form or fashion, whether it's Section 8, stamps or what, I don't care how small it is. The point is, we helping you. And then we got too much damn manpower around Jackson to have all this stuff that requires labor going undone. So you think you hate me now? Baby. Baby, baby, I promise you. So, what have I said in the last couple of days? I say the vendors who do business with the city of I don't care what color you are. Your job is to make Jackson look good. If you think you can come in there with on no low bids so you can get the contract and then come back and get it re-adjusted uh, 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 because you didn't. Now I know in the course of con. In, uh, things will come up but if it is your habit and your pattern to do that as your way of getting the contract i sure hate it for you because here's the problem that i have with that we as jacksonians and as elders of the city as it were we got so many dollars to work with and if we can accurately predict what it's going to cost to do a project it's going to help everybody out the way you're doing it you're doing it for the sole benefit of you and your company and your bottom line. I understand that. But we can't do it no more like this. See, y'all the one ran this damn thing in the ground. White boy Bob had the balancing act in terms of every year you got to put a little bit of money in the streets just to keep this thing where this, the road beds don't tear all the way down. And then these Negroes come in there and ripped us off for a half a billion dollars with this bogus water meter contract. And it threw our numbers off. And now it's almost like we having to do business with the check cashing company every month because we done gotten a hole. Excuse me. And you need somebody who's going to come in there and install some generally accepted accounting practice. In other words, we're going to act white with the money. Because right now seems like anything that comes into the city of Jackson in cash don't get counted. And to you folks who work for the city of Jackson, who's stealing, who taking bribes. Let me tell you something. I ain't on no crusade. You can continue to steal, continue to uh, take bribes. Just don't let me catch you. Don't let me catch you. Because it's clear the Department of Justice, the FBI, They ain't going to come down on the city of Jackson until I get into office. Then they're going to monitor my every. The biggest problem I'm going to have is from the FBI, the DOJ, the ACLU, Bennett Thompson, Derek Johnson, and these set-aside Negroes because they don't want to share. They keep telling us this pie can't be cut no thinner. A lie. Let me tell you how we're going to do this. I ain't playing, I ain't doing no Red Rover, Red Rover, send everybody all over and vote for me, no. If you don't believe in picking up behind yourself, and I'm going to need to those who understand this, you're going to have to do a little extra in in the short term. Many of you, you could have trash right out in front of your house that um, blew in from wherever, and you won't even walk out there and pick it up and put it in your garbage can so your house won't look nasty. We need you to go that extra mile to the people of Bell Haven, Swan Lake, Heritage Hills, Woodley, Country Club, Eastover. This is what we're going to do. If your neighborhood association will go out and sweep out the potholes that you want filled. We're going to bring in that flex spray. And some asphalt. Y'all got the holes already cleaned and ready to go so we can hit that whole neighborhood in one weekend, one day or whatever. We're going to work together. Yes, you're going to have to give up some of your time to do it. But if not, Hoss, we ain't going to never come out this hole. Now, these naggers and slackers, these angry Negroes who always upset but always got their hand out. Hoss, it ain't that you're not going to get city services. You just ain't going to get them first. So when you complain, my neighborhood ain't getting on that's because your neighborhood ain't got together and say we're willing to do this to help out first. Because these folks done stole so much money, they got us so far behind, we're going to have to do a little extra to come up out this hole. It can be done. But I promise you, the four years of a Kim Wade administration, it ain't going to be to you losers. It's going to be for those people who've been hanging in there, putting a hard-earned, Uh, sweat equity into their homes and their businesses trying to make this thing work. My goal is to raise the property values 10% per year every year that I'm in office. And we're going to do that by creating the momentum that we're trying to get our crap together. It ain't going to be every neighborhood. There's going to be some areas in Jackson they ain't going to pick up behind themselves. And guess what? You like living in that field? God bless you. But don't complain, it says the people in Eastover's fault or anybody else ain't nothing wrong with you other than you got a bunch of folks in the compassion industry who get their paycheck by being an executive director in charge of this that and the other and get nothing damn done we got too many folks in the compassion industry with compassion degrees counseling social work criminal justice political science and everything else and we got the worst areas where those uh, uh, uh expertise should be running away with this whole solution thing. We're not going to keep doing this, horse. We're going to work with those people. We're going to have pockets of prosperity. If it happened to be only Bellhaven, then damn it, let it be Bellhaven and Fondren. But you're not being denied. You just don't want to get your butt up and do your part. You talk all this pride, gay pride, black pride, uh, female pride. Well, you better have some pride in your neighborhood. Because we're going to use those tax dollars to rebuild that which is good, and we can grow prosperity out from there. We're not putting up with your crap. End of story. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios. a couple other things about the whole Jackson situation. The bottom line is, folks, we're putting up with too much crap. It's not a battle between black and white, conservative or, Republican, conservative or liberal or Republican or Democrat. The struggle in this country, the poor, the downtrodden, the disadvantaged all these other terms they use to describe uh, the at-risk community, they're being used as a battering ram by these so-called do-gooders who don't give a damn one way or the other because by now we should have solved some of these problems. If everybody in the black community cared like they say they care, dude, we wouldn't be having all these problems. My observation is this here. There are a group of blacks, Derek Johnson being an example, Benny Thompson, uh, the white liberals, the David Blunts of the world, all these folks, right? At the end of the day, their job is to make sure that people are happy with the poverty that they're living in. If black folks want it different, we could have a different. I've been trying to get a meeting with the uh, uh, Dr. Green down at the JPS. I just wanted to say, Doc, I'm considering running for mayor. This is the one thing I need from JPS. I don't need anything else. I need you to give the teachers absolute control over who gets to sit in their classroom. See, many people think that's trite. Here's the deal. If the teachers feel comfortable having control of their classroom because they got into teaching because they wanted to teach and there are some good teachers out there but they're being undermined just as the police officers are being undermined by the suits now to the aclu and the southern Poverty law center and the naacp nobody's asking these kids to get put out of school hell y'all can do with them what you will They just can't sit in that classroom. They're welcome to come back if the parents are going to sit there with them or if Jesus Christ is going to sit there with them. Those two entities, the only one can get them back in. That teacher cannot be overruled. She knows who's the problem in the classroom. So if we can get one out of 25 out that's the problem maker, then we can get the other 24 to get their lessons and become competent in reading, writing and arithmetic. They're less likely to be caught up in the prison system, a life of crime, a life of delinquency. Y'all, the one been telling us this. So I'm showing you and I'm telling you right now, the opposition that I'm going to get is going to come from them. Because there are a group of blacks whose job is to make sure other blacks don't come up. They get paid good money, walk around money they get paid money under the table which is another problem one of the reasons why the black community is suffering economically is because the blacks who are making money off the present setup doing things in such unorthodox unethical if not straight up illegal ways and manner they can't no they can't tell nobody they got the money Those folks who got the money on the water sewer contract. Have you heard of any of them investing anything in Jackson? One got 19 million. Another got 20 million. Another got four or five million. Where? But they want to come back the next time. uh, I'm a minority contractor. Oh, hell no. Hoss, you going to show calls. Well, I'm one of the hundred black men. And. I'm telling you now, that ain't enough. Because that's what y'all telling us. You back at the well every damn time. With your cup ready to dip. dip Dipping your beak. Y'all know what I'm saying is right. But see we got some aristocracy. In the black community. Some bishops. Apostles and potentates. People think they big shots. I'm straight up asking the question. Why would. Any D.A. In this case, our D.A. in Hines County, nobody's telling you where you can get your money from. But George Soros gave you two hundred and five thousand dollars. They made you all fill out a questionnaire and you basically had to show yourself approved by going along with all these things that destroy the structure and the safety of our community. So we had to lose all that. So you to get $205,000 and your family could have wrote the damn contract. They could have wrote a check for your whole campaign. And now we wrong for saying something to you. You just like Fannie Willis. You just like DA mostly. You just like Stacey Abram. Folks, I told y'all. did not Do you not remember me telling you? I said, bro. There's something going on with these blacks between 35 and 55 who got these law degrees who don't went to these Ivy League schools. They're some of the most unethical SOBs to come down the pike. No character. But they want to floss. Oh, look how clean my fingernails is. Look how sharp my suit is. You Couldn't trust them with a slice of cheese. Why is that? Because they were selected. Derek Johnson. Derek needs to show us his tax return. Roger Wicker needs to show us his tax return. Michael Guest, Benny Thompson, Kim Wade. You want to see? They ain't willing to do it because they ain't doing right by us. And I ain't on no crusade trying to save the world. I'm just saying, dog. Excuse me. Why y'all got to tear up everything? Look at Fannie Willis. Look at Alvin Bragg. Look at Letitia James. Look at the uh, judge, Chirk church, Plan, whatever name up there in D.C. Look how look how hard they go on to paint for them damn white Democrats in their agenda. But they can't figure out nothing to fix the black community. But let that be a gay judge. Let that be a gay lawyer. Let that be a gay politician. They going hard in the paint all the way for their cause. But black folks get elected to office on the black crap. Oh, I love black people. Oh, I heart black people. But when they get in there, they can't figure it out. Now they are gonna give us uh, uh, the con black L- legislative black caucus got a coalition on hip hop. Hip hop to do what? to turn the vote out for the white man. Screw those Negroes, man. Ooh, Obama's went to FCC on y'all? They full of crap. There's no way forward with these folks, y'all. All I'm saying, bro, look, I know many of y'all don't like me, and let me just be clear, I'm right or die Trump. Y'all don't hear me? To the E-N-D. Now y'all so upset like oh racism you ain't you ain't worried about racism this man took two hundred five thousand dollars from george Soros. nah hoss you got too many l's for me to be fooling with y'all i done sit up here and watch Faircon run this game benny run this game jesse run this game black caucus run this game bro are you Bro, if you ain't got nothing for her, brother, just tell them so they can go on about their business and get their grind on. That's why in the Kim Wade administration, man, let me tell you, all you folks who work in the permit down the permit department in Jackson, you ain't going out harassing folks like y'all been doing. And damn it, when you go on a site, when you go on a builder's con- uh, uh contractor site, you ain't gonna give him no, no, oh, I'll be out there next week sometime. Hell no. I'll be out there Monday between 10 and 2. See, that's Negro mess. Because I'm going to energize the enterprise, baby. Everybody going to get their roll on who want to roll. If you trifling, if you half-stepping, if you're a constant complainer, bro, I, I'm not the mayor for you. Don't need, Look, don't vote for me because you're going to hate me. But if I win, you're really going to hate me because I'm going to break it up at the door. And we're going to have a city manager. We're going to get a white boy, Bob, to run the day-to-day. De facto or by law, either way, we're going to have a city manager. And my job is to go in there and break crap up. at Dope! I'm going to be tiptoeing around the city government. Whoo! Ain't that the red man? That's blind Lemon meringue coming in there. They see my big yellow head coming in there, not Know it's going to be some mess. And the thing about you, you get to keep your job. All we're asking you to do is do your job and don't be looking for no raises. Uh uh-uh. We're going to raise on property values. Our goal is to get 10, get them values up 10% a year on all properties in Jackson, city of Jackson. And as we get our property values up, because it's going to require your effort too, then we can start considering raises. Only people who could probably get some raises is going to be the uh, JPD. The rest of y'all, you better keep doing what you're doing. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, want to remind you, Two Gun Tactical. That's right, folks. Our good friends located in uh, Flowood near the uh, Highway 80 in Flowood. That's on Flowood Drive and Casey Lane. Two Gun Tactical stands at the ready to help you get up to speed, get uh, armed. With a firearm, the training that's necessary, all the ammo and accessories can be found there at 2 Gun Tactical. Uh, again, folks, 2GunTactical.com is the web presence. There you can schedule some range time. You can also schedule class time. You can check and see what ammo's out there. They take consignment. And, folks, uh, the range time is like. for an hour and then if you got somebody with you another $15 for $45 you can shoot for an hour you and your partner and that's a lot of ammo you be putting down range so again this is a great opportunity great folks people love the facilities over there it stays packed we encourage you to check them out look also the new location is coming along I don't know when I've been saying I don't know when but when it does John and Victoria will be here to tell us more John and Veronica will be here to tell us more about Uh, The new location and all the grand opening festivities. So they're located right there at Highway 51 at Lake Harbor. Uh, You can see the building going up as you drive past there. But seriously, folks, you're really going to need a firearm. I I, I hope that you just take my advice and get one and get some training. You ladies out there, I know everything everything is okay now. Hey, I went to work, came home, everything's the same. It's not going to be this way, I'm telling you. There are evil forces uh, on the move in our country. And they're not going to let Donald Trump win without destroying the country because they've done so much wrong. And that's the reason why they raided his home, because he's got the documentation that Barack Obama. And believe it or not, it was Republicans too. Michael Steele. The black Republican RNC chairman from the 2010 Tea Party days. Was part of the group that were conducting war games against Donald Trump and his uh, re-election efforts. They hate this man because he's not willing to go along with it, but there are many who are going along with it. Michael Guess, who's paying Kevin McCarthy back for dumping all that money into his re-election campaign two years ago, is going after Matt Gates again on the same charges that were dismissed and found dis- to be discredited by the FBI. Michael get uh, Michael Guess has opened up those charges again, opened up another investigation to go over the exact same charges. That's why you keep hearing them say allegedly. Notice when they talk about Michael, I mean, uh, uh, Matt, Matt Gates, rather. They always use allegedly. They know it's allegedly because they know it's not true. They just want to muddy the waters him going into his re-election campaign. These people are just flat out evil. And this is the reason why I have such uh, uh, concerns about the spiritual class in our country that can't stand flat footed and say forthrightly these things be wrong that are wrong and these things that be right. These are right. They're always trying to shoot the angles while they're trying to sell everybody else about how resolute they are in their commission and how God had called them to do this, that and the other. Brother, it costs something to follow Christ. This is why I said this is the year of the mirror. To uh, to the sisters out there, I told you you were being played by these white devils in the Democrat Party. And you see it coming, the black DA up there in uh, Baltimore, the one that was running interference on behalf of the uh, Democrats in the twenty was it twenty eighteen elections with the uh, death of the guy that, that got paralyzed and died, whatever his name was uh, there. She was doing the same thing that Fannie Wills was doing. She was prosecuting black folks. Now, some of them folks need to be prosecuted. Don't get me wrong. But she was clearly working on behalf of those white damn Democrats who didn't give a damn about the black community. They just needed a George Floyd moment. And she delivered they getting ready to sentence this sister to 30 years in jail. 30, she's going to have to do 85%. 30 years in jail. Letitia James' number's about to come up. Oh, yes, sir. Fannie Willis. Here's the deal with Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis got the same problem as Jack Smith. Fannie Willis was, she said she had the authority to hire Nate the Snake. She did. But she didn't go through the proper procedures, which is a constant problem with us. We won't follow the damn rules. We just jump up and do whatever we want to do the way we want to do it. So she didn't take Nate the Snake before the 4th uh, and County Board of Supervisors. As the law requires. Even if she was hiring him as a special prosecutor, there was a process. Then she was using money from two different funds that she steered towards the payment of the snake. So she's not going to get disqualified for paying $600,000 for some companionship. She's going to get disqualified because Nate didn't have the authority. And all she had to do was go get the authority. But because she was being used. And she thought she was using folks to get paid so she can impress Nate the snake. And now the whole case is going to get thrown out. So the judge may not disqualify her. But that's why. The lawyers for Miss Wade kept saying, "Did you tell anybody in your office? Did you tell anybody in Fulton County government about Nate the snake and that you were going to hire him?" I've been deposed before. They'll ask you a question and it just seemed like off the wall out of and then they'll go on to something else. No, they got the answer that they wanted. Now, She's got the same problem as Jack Smith, Mary Garland. He had the authority to appoint a special prosecutor. He didn't have the authority to appoint a private citizen of which Jack Smith was one. So all that Jack Smith has done is going to get thrown out. He doesn't have standing. Remember, that's what they kept telling President Trump. As a side note, last last week, the court, Superior Court, Circuit Court, or whatever it is up there in Delaware, ruled that Elon Musk, SpaceX board of directors could not approve an agreement that they had 15, 20 years ago that Elon Musk would take no compensation but only stock uh, for his compensation for being the leader of spacex yada 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 well he made a con- company he was supposed to get 10 of whatever the company's value was on this date 2023 it turns out to be it was 55 billion dollars well the government the dlj got one of their stooges they bought stock in the company and they protested that agreement The lower court said that they couldn't pay him. That was just too much money. Now, this is a private company. Well, it's public now. A public company. They don't want Elon Musk to have $55 billion available to him. Because do you realize with $55 billion, you generate about $2 billion a year if you don't do nothing with the money. If you do like Benny Thompson, just let it sit at home where he can in his bathtub where he can just go in there like Daddy Warbucks and play with his money. So to keep him from getting that $55 billion because just like Donald Trump, they don't mind you being a billionaire, you just can't tell how the game goes. So they don't want him to have his 55 He He's going to get his money. He just ain't going to get it right now. That's how evil these people, this is why I keep telling you black folks, particularly you black Democrats, they're going to kill you. You don't believe me because you're so busy being hateful. You become black idolaters, as uh, uh, Jason Whitlock points out. You ain't worshiping Christ. You worship black crap. That's why I can stand here flat footed and not be concerned about what you say or do about me, because what you're doing ain't going to last. You're going to be destroyed. Those white devils are going to hang you, lynch you just like the good old days. And guess what? They're going to use black folks to do it. They're going to use Benny. They're going to use Derek. They're going to use all these black for a living folks. But the thing about it, the wild card is these young folks ain't hearing that. These young folks killing everybody. They killing their parents. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, the final few minutes of the first hour of the second hour of the camera. Look, the bottom line is, man, look, we're not putting up with this crap. No. We're just not going to do it anymore. We don't have anything to apologize or explain. We've been more than helpful and supportive of everybody who had a need. We try to sow into the lives. All we're getting is mean looks and cold stares. I'm not. No, I'm sorry. I'm not putting up with that crap. I'm dealing with too many grown men and women and there ain't nothing wrong with them other than they got funky attitudes. As I said before, I see the mayor's role is trying to work with those people who have good sense. Not perfect people. They ain't got, they ain't got to be Republican, Democrat, be whoever they are. You just can't be screwing up. We're not going to let people continuously make things harder for everybody and then they want to eat when everybody else eating and all they've been doing all day long is screwing up. Nope, not. I don't care. Into the federal courts, we're not telling these people they can't beg. They just got to have a permit. And all you do good lawyers who sue these people out of the regional eight uh, facilities so they could be on the street and you can feel good about yourself. We're just doing what you put in your pleadings. These people need to be mainstreamed. Well, paying taxes and pulling your own weight, that's mainstream. The only thing wrong with Jackson is we got too many people, we got too much labor standing around with their hands out, and we got all these things that need labor applied. No. Jackson just ain't the place to be broke, it ain't the place to be homeless. You decide to be homeless, you figure it out. Because we made things available. But you want to, oh, oh, no, I don't think I like that option. What else do you have? Mm -mm. And see, we do the same thing with these bad kids in school. That's what I'm saying. Put them out of the classroom and let the principal come up with all these options. I'm watching the public access on these uh, 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 school board meetings, and they always giving out a contract to some ex-former educator to handle at-risk students. Well, you do it outside of that woman's classroom, that man's classroom. Cause if teachers don't mind working in JPS, brother, we're gonna go on a long way towards getting us some level five schools. Oh, we're gonna do the simple stuff first. Gonna take a break back in twenty two hours. See you on the radio.
1: Look.